Star. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Hello. Five. Hello! Hello! In studio guest coming, he's actually uh, uh, outside talking to uh, Jim Levin. And uh, let's see, any day but Tuesday or Wednesday. All right. And I'm also getting a text from a person that I just texted. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway. Candidate for Republican uh, Congressional District for the new 24th. Am I right on that? 21, 25, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Mario Frado is with us today to say and explain why he should be the choice. And uh, I know uh, Mario was uh, uh, sworn in. I know he uh, he was uh, speaking with uh, former Mayor Jeff Graham on the Hotline Show today. Uh, and uh, we're going to do the same. Now, I'm looking at... Now, right now, I, I said, Mario, uh, I, you have a couple of minutes here. He got here on time. Uh, but now he's talking to the boss man, who's a, a, on the complete, complete opposite end of the political coin right now. Uh, but he's probably del- indulging or, or delving into whether or not he's going to spend money with the station. That's the way Jim Levin operates. He's a businessman first. Politics tomorrow. Agnostic as far as, you know, a lot of things to concern. Business first. That's all there is to it. That's why he really should be a Republican when it comes right down to it. Uh, interesting stuff because right off the bat, a lot of similarities here between Mario uh, and, uh, and and Miss uh, Attenney, our Congresswoman. Oh, check that, a Congresswoman uh, Claudia Attenney. All all the redistricting and whatnot has really made my head spin. But yes, we know that Glenn Curry, uh, she is a Congressperson and she is running for the new twenty uh, fourth uh, district. Mario's coming in right now, so Jim is. Uh, uh, has allowed him to uh, to go onto this uh, into our studio here in a little bit, uh, but uh, th- the reason why I say it's similar to something else because uh, apparently Congresswoman Tenney will not debate him. So that would be my first question, and I bring that up because you know where have we heard that before? If you've been paying attention, there's a, a certain race that still continues today. Uh, Lee Zeldin kind of brought that up the other day in an awkward moment at the press conference. But, yes, the assembly race between uh, uh, the winner of the primary, that, of course, Scott Gray, won it by a slim, uh, but he won it fair and square by 377 votes. But because, uh, and I'm not, I don't want to bring up the debate uh, issues with another race, but it is similar because I'm looking at his, uh, his Facebook page here, and uh, apparently he is not being bestowed. Uh, the opportunity to debate. So since Claudia Tenney will, or she should say Congresswoman Tenney, will not att- uh, agree to debate us, um, a Finger Lakes re- news radio has, has offered a town hall event. <clears throat> That's one-sided, of course. The debate does a lot. Um, but uh, just like people who will not like uh, 
testify on their own account when they're on trial, uh, they feel like you know by speaking, you, uh, you know, it will just ruin their chances as far as the verdict is concerned. It's a weird scenario, but I've seen it before because I watch court TV. And you know what? I'm going to pop the question right now. Grab those headsets, uh, uh, Mario. I'm going to pop the question on you right now. Those are different from what you had. You, you were using mine earlier. I'm sorry. Those don't fit me too well. Can you hear, though? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, first of all, a good I know we shook hands, but good to meet you finally. We've Same been speaking here. over the phone for the last, what, three, four months at least. Yeah, since February, I think, even. it's almost We're almost at six months. Well, you're right. I'm going to get to the Jacobs issue a little bit. Uh, actually, let, you know what? You probably won't take that off. I don't want you to. They're too heavy anyway. They're, they're ancient, ancient headsets. You can hear me because I have a big mouth. But I would do this because I hear myself because I'm, I'm a narcissist. That's all I'm – I just love hearing myself. No, this is the way I operate. But uh, w I was just talking to the crowd. Uh, 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 Congresswoman Tenney will not debate you, Mario? No, so I guess uh, Finger Lakes News Radio had asked us if we were willing to do a debate. So they reached out. It's, I think it's over a month now. They asked me when I would be willing to do it. I said anytime, anywhere. And they reached out to them. They had them on the phone. They right. exchanged some emails. And they never got back to them. And then my understanding is somebody spoke to the congresswoman directly um, the other day and told her that we'd be having a town hall if she didn't. And then she expressed some sort of interest at possibly doing that. Okay. So by herself, but by not herself. debating me. Not deba and why, I mean, again, I was explaining uh, that this is similar to an assembly race right now. Uh, where, you know, one candidate who feels like, you know, he's got it in the bag, and in fact he did win the primary, you might be familiar with it, uh, there was never a debate because, you know, the underdog feels, and, and quite frankly, Mary, you know you're the underdog at all yeah. this. Why is it that someone who feels, you know, a sitting congressperson feels they shouldn't debate with you? Well, when she was in this position trying to primary an incumbent, she said that it, you have to respect the voters and the, they deserve to quest, uh, question people in a public sure, forum sure. and that it's, it's owed to them and that how important debates were. And in fact, um, when we spoke um, in person, Claudia and I, uh, she mentioned that she had eight primary debates or something before with a different opponent. So mm -hmm. I was excited to have three or four or five, well, however one. many. Yeah, well, one we could, right. right so I assumed right. we would have one right. immediately. Right. And now it looks like she doesn't want to. And as I we said in our press release, I think it's because she doesn't want to defend her record. Well, I mean, and I, I equate You're an attorney. It just just like Claudia is, uh, and I, I you know, a lot of people will not testify on their own behalf. Just like the guy uh, who uh, oh jeepers, there was someone that was disc that was just on trial and he wouldn't go on his own behalf, and he had something to do with the the, the shift investigation, but they felt that it would only incriminate him. So again, equating that in a completely different thing, a sitting congressperson, she ha yes, she doesn't want to talk about a record, she doesn't want to be challenged, but aren't incumbents feel like why do I have to do that and run the risk of of exposing myself? Does it does yeah, it look well, that way? I, I think I think it would go very poorly for her, and I think she. You're right that she doesn't want to take that risk, and that's probably the way she's viewing the race. Is that if I can just run out the clock on this and not defend my record, then I could win. And I think mm -hmm. we need to prove her wrong and say, look, you either debate or you're not entitled to it because I think the people do deserve it. I think she was being honest when she said that right. the voters deserve that, right. and now she's just avoiding the question altogether. Can a debate, I mean, you know, we've seen debates historically over the years, you know, the one that comes to mind, obviously, I, I wasn't around when Lincoln and Douglas went at it, but we can say, you know, the debate between Nixon and Kennedy did make and break that. It was such a tight race. Not many people knew about the young candidate from Massachusetts, but the debate did help him because they could visually see them. Do you think there's an impactful means of a debate that can sway someone who is a sitting congressperson who, you know, looks like it has a comfortable 
I'm just saying this because you're the you're the you're the guy on the new guy on the block. Do you think a debate can sway voters? Absolutely. I think that they if they could see us both side by side, right. there would be no question in the voters' mind that I'm the better candidate. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when we just spoke to Seneca County a week or so ago, right. um, they had both of us there, 15 minutes speaking, 15 minutes of questions, right. and in the end, they gave me a unanimous endorsement. Interesting. Um, so I think when people actually have a chance to hear us both and see that contrast, right. it's not really close. Right. And I would love the opportunity. I think the people deserve that. Well, of course. And, uh, and, and when you become congressperson one day and someone starts picking on you, you're not conservative enough, you might say, I don't need to debate this guy. Would you ever see yourself doing that in the no. future? Okay. No. I, I, I welcome that. And I think that if, if I'm at that point, that means I don't deserve to be there. Because if I'm mm-hmm. really better, right. we're going to see it. Right. That's, that's a tactic of the left where they want to silence the opposition and just hope that people don't hear it. Right. And we, we're better than that. Well, the left has a lot of luxury, a lot of benefits with, you know, because they, 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 the media is complicit. Uh, just as an example, Adam Schiff, after everything was d- declared bogus, uh, with respects to the, uh, you know, the Russian, you know, collusion and all that stuff, uh, he really didn't have to defend himself after that, other than a, a quick question on the view of all places. But that was it, and that's why I always say the deck is so darn stacked, so damn stacked right now, Mario. That I don't know if the Republicans, even if they take over the House, can really make a dent in things. But that's my opinion. I don't want to lead the witness the way I feel. Uh, but it, it's an uphill battle these days. It really is. And we have the same problem in the Republican Party that. They're not being held accountable by other Republicans. So the same way the left lets them off the hook, right. they're letting these Republicans off the hook. So instead of saying well, to Claudia Tenney, why did you vote with Adam right. Schiff, right. with uh, Pelosi, with Swalwell, with um, Swalwell. you know all these people, Maxine Waters, right. for this uh, taxpayer-funded sex change operation? I'm looking at that right now. You posted that. That's, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, and that's just, it's, it's completely unacceptable. If you're one of 24 Republicans voting that way, but you have Jim Jordan on the other side, uh, Ron DeSantis at the time was there, nobody said anything. Most people are just hearing about that now. Right. And it's only another Republican that can hold her accountable for that. Right. It's not, the left isn't going to say, why are you voting for well, on our side? Sex? Right. right. So they're right. not going to say, why did you vote for amnesty or red flag laws or right. for funding Planned Parenthood? So mm-hmm. only a Republican can do it. And in a district this red, I can be that Republican that says, hey, we're not just going to hand you this seat. You're, it's bad enough that you're not in this district, right. but it's even worse that you want to bring this baggage with your record with you here. Well, the left loves Liz Cheney, uh, for, yeah. as an example. So, you know, it's, it's a weird dynamic, but it's been exposed. And by the way, Liz Cheney, I believe her... Um her primary is coming up, and I know someone from Wyoming, and they said that she doesn't have a chance. Right. So I think she knows the writing on the wall. She'll probably get a gig sure. uh, working with uh, Mika and uh, Joe yeah. there on CNN. It looks like yeah. they're jumping ship. Everyone, uh, first of all, real quick, what do you think about media? Uh, the big announcement yesterday, and I tell you what, it's really taking off on social media. Samantha B on TBS, did you, you know who I'm talking about? She's a Canadian. She stands like there a and reads. Woman, yeah, I think. she always wears. She looks like uh, Gumby because she's, she's real just, liberal, right? Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and she puts. I mean, everything she says is. It's like Donald Trump is evil. People who vote for him are evil. Uh, Clarence, uh, Clarence Thomas's wife is evil. Uh, but she was, she's been canceled. Uh, I know it was a little rinky-dink show, but she's been on the air for seven years. And it looks like, you know, they say this, Mario, but, you know, the pendulum swings just you know, quicker the other way. Uh, all of a sudden, the left is losing their players right now. And, and I predicted this because once you have a, a, a Democratic leader in the White House, what more do you need? Other, you know, you just you you start losing out on that. So that's 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 not the biggest defeat on their side, but it clearly shows that people are fed up with all the rhetoric. 
Yeah, I think that they realize the stuff that the left is spewing now is, is really out of touch. I think it's a very small minority, but they want us to think that that's the majority right now right. with these wild opinions and this January 6th stuff. Most Americans want to move past that. Right. you know. And most, most Americans realize that that day wasn't the way they portray it. Uh, and, and, and I saw a picture in Newsweek or one of the magazines where they essentially had a photograph of a burning Capitol building, and it was at night. And we all know t- phys- technically that although it was early January, there was not much daylight that, year, that day, uh, it did not go into the darkness no. at all. And they, no one ever talks about that. No, they're pretending it's the War of 1812 and the White but, House is getting burned down. and it's this, <laughs> that, But that's the, that's the type of view they want to give us, that the Capitol was you know, overthrown by people trying to take over this government. Right. And and, and look, kill the, the vice worst, president. Right. It's the worst insurrection of all time that no, there was not one armed person. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person that was actually killed right. was somebody who was uh, in the Capitol right. and, uh, by a police officer. Right. Right. You know, and they're turning it into this dramatic thing. But yet, right. when it was for Benghazi, you only had seven Democrats vote to hold those hearings. When we know there were four dead Americans sure. killed by terrorists, right. you get seven Democrats. Right. But when it's something like this, you right. get people like Chris Jacobs and others to vote for a January 6th commission. Right, right. And they're Republicans. Right. So at least the Democrats stick together. Yeah, and the gentleman's name that was killed in that amongst uh, at least one other person in uh, in Libya that day, he was uh, assaulted physically, I mean, sexually. I mean, he was, he was, it was an awful, awful thing. And, of course, that was the famous line. Hopefully I'm, I'm right. I'm on the same page as you are. You're talking about the, uh, an event in Libya when uh, when the, the the embassy was yes. taken over. And that's the famous line from Hillary Clinton. What el- what does it matter now? Yeah, what difference what does difference it make? What difference does it make? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So, w- yeah, it's just it just gets back to what I was saying earlier, though. When it, when and when it, ever something is wrong on their side, it's, it's the media is so freaking complicit. Well, look, it there, just hides it. There, Hillary Clinton was basically asleep at the wheel when that happened. Right. I think she was literally asleep. And they're trying to yeah. talk about if Trump grabbed a steering wheel, right? right? Yeah. Like and that's their thing. And it's like four right. dead Americans. But I think Trump grabbed a wheel. I mean, what world right. are we in where Americans care about this? Right. And, and remember her ad, like, uh, who do you want to answer that phone at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, right. And, and uh, apparently yeah. it's definitely not Hillary Clinton who did that crazy look and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Not to mention, you know, if you go back, she was one of many attorneys uh, back in the day when Nixon was being impeached, and she was fired by her own people. I mean, there was uh, just a history of things of corruption in the in the Clinton family. Uh, someone actually wrote a book about Bill Clinton and is linked to like multiple murders when he was governor in Arkansas. But again, if something like that remotely, I mean, uh, I, it, just just look at the uh, the Hunter Biden thing. If one percent of the allegations against him with the three uh, laptops ever came out against the Trumps, it would be completely different. Absolutely. Uh, so, what do you? Th- uh, all right. So, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, Congressman uh, Jacobs, uh, he bows out right after the Buffalo shooting. You knew all along he really wasn't the real deal as far as a you know a real you know conservative. Yeah. Uh, who's running in that? I mean, that's a separate race now because they they reconfigured everything. Right. Who's so running now? Carl Palladino and Nick. Oh, Langworthy. right, right. Okay. Nick Langworthy. For those that don't know, he's the state uh, Republican chairman, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think most people know who Carl Palladino is. Yeah. If they they follow. Ran um, against uh, Cuomo there. Yeah. So uh, I, that race is shaping up to be. Um, something that has a lot of people's uh, attention for sure. Mm -hmm. But you're right. With Chris Jacobs, I told everybody, look, he's a rhino. He's a gun grabber. Uh, The Republican establishment told me I was wrong. They said I was, uh, you know, distorting his record and that he's a real conservative. And I said he's rated as the 187th least conservative out of 208 um, Republicans in the House. And now Claudia Tenney's 186th. 
So if you call that an improvement, great. But I think that this district deserves a real Republican. Uh, it, and again, this we're talking about obviously the one county uh, that uh, uh, Congresswoman Tenney uh, will keep that she had from before is is the county of Oswego. And it's it's a third of it, I believe. So. 30 or 40,000 people out of 120,000. Right. So, right, out of 12 counties in this district, uh, she has a third of one county, and she's abandoning 95% of her constituents. Do you think, though, that, you know, water seeks its level? And, and do you think politicians have to be on both sides of the political coin based on the district? And now, and again, Mary, I'm going to need your help on this. Do you think that this new district, the new 24th, is in fact more conservative than her former district was? Oh, it's much more. So her old district, the 22nd district, which she still lives in, the 22nd district, uh, which she represents now, right. the new 22nd is a D plus one. So it just means there's one point more Democrats than Republicans. Well, in a year like this, that's going to be pretty, not easy, but we'll win it. Mm -hmm. um, and we're favored to win that. It's a Republican edge. But this district is a district Trump won by 17 points. Mm -hmm. So if you look back at her uh, electoral history in 2018, she lost a seat that Trump won by 16, and she lost it by two. Mm -hmm. So that was the worst loss in the entire country for a Republican. It was the most pro-Trump seat to go Democrat. Mm -hmm. So that means she was 18 points behind Trump. Right. And if she was running in this district, she would have lost it by one point. Right. So literally, as it, it, we can state for a fact that right now Claudia Tenney is the only Republican in the House that would have lost this district. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we can afford to risk that. Uh, that went down to the wire. They actually had to get uh, a oh, judge, I believe, in the Well, that was the County. next election. Right, okay, so she okay, lost gotcha. in 2018 by two points. Mm -hmm. And she was, uh, you know, like I said, way behind where Trump was, right. 18 points. In 2020, um, Trump won her district by 12 points and 30,000 votes. Mm -hmm. And she won by an 100-vote recount. Hmm. So she was clearly uh, not running strong there. But, but Trump uh, supported her. He, he endorsed her. Well, that's what she claims, um, and people don't realize that she had only been endorsed when she was running in the 23rd, right. and she posted an endorsement video, and we actually found out the video she posted was from June of last year. Hmm. So she posted it and said, New York 24, and then everybody said, wow, Trump just endorsed her, mm -hmm. and that video was from June of last year when she was in her own district. So you're saying at this point, as far this as the new, there's, there's no endorsement, no. physical no, endorsement? No, Trump, Trump, uh, President Trump has not endorsed anybody in New York 24. So we kind of see that, uh, and again, not for nothing, but Chris Jacobs not a big fan of Donald Trump. We know that. We knew that then, but, you know, in his ad with the rough... You know, the old older guy voiceover that we inevitably hear. I, I'm honestly, I think more of them should use uh, female voices because we still hear that oh, Donald Trump supports and blah 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 enough because it's just it becomes minutia. It's just like I hear this again and again. But uh, Jacob said, you know, Trump uh, endorsed him in so many ways, but in fact, I don't think he ever did. He never did, and it, we were against each other almost four months, and there was never an endorsement from President Trump. And he told everybody it was coming, it was coming, it was right. coming, and never did. And now we're seeing the same thing. So the political game, let's go back. You're an attorney. You have a family business. Explain what the family business is. Um, so my grandfather started a granite curbing business. So mm. we, we manufacture granite curbing, and then we have a business that also installs it. Nice. Um, so my grandpa started that. My dad took it over. And um, now, like I said, my dad just uh, retired, yeah. and I'm taking over that business with my brothers. So Good I have you. two brothers, and we're all, all doing that. And um, it's honest work. You know, it, it's, it's uh, every day I, I unload trucks with my brother where right. we have a stone yard. I drive a forklift. Yes. Um, you know, I put on work boots and, and um, 
I also work in the office, but mm-hmm. I think it, it helps to relate to people. You know, I deal with truck drivers right. on a daily basis. Right. I deal with people who are just trying to make ends meet. Right. And these people in D.C., they're so out of touch right. that they think everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they mention how um, tough things are that they needed to increase their budget 20 percent for sure. Congress. Sure. Now, a million wasn't enough. They need one three in the morning. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think people are fed up and. We don't ever get an opportunity to elect real people. It's very, it's very rare that usually when there's a, a race like this, mm-hmm. the last two people standing are usually two assemblymen mm-hmm. or a state senator versus an assemblyman or something that they've been politicians in Albany or right. somewhere. Right. And you never really get a guy who's never run for anything, right. who's understands the law, who is a understands business, sure. and he's a real person raising his family just trying to, to make right. it get by. Right. And we always say, wouldn't that be nice? And now we got a chance sure. instead of somebody who's just been in politics for 20 years. You know, she worked in Albany and, and now D.C. So you're not, I mean, you wouldn't consider yourself rather a career politician. No, no, not myself, I've, I've never, it, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, though. I mean, again, sometimes when people get involved in anything, it doesn't mean politics. You kind of get blended into the game. It's like, geez, I kind of like this. got my own staff. got my own place down in Washington. Uh, people respect me. Not that they don't respect you now. Right. But you know that's a much higher level. And then would you give yourself term limits? Or would you just say, I'm, I'm, this is stepping stone for me. I'm going to become a, I'm going to run for Senate one day. You can't go out of any way to say that. But how do you go about saying we need term limits when you, in fact, would be a rookie getting in, involved in this? Yeah, so I actually signed the U.S. term limits pledge, and they, they put out a press release um, last week that it says that it's three House terms would be, we would introduce legislation to say three terms in the House, right. two terms in the Senate, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think it would go a step further and say that it should be self-limiting because it's not. So it says we'll introduce it, but it won't apply to the people that are introducing it. Mm-hmm. So they could still stay 20 or 30 years, but only newcomers. Right. You know, so I, I think they could apply it to themselves. So you, you must talk about that on your on your campaign platform. Like, this is what I want to do. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to be a, a freshman here, optimistically speaking, and I'm going to give myself term limit. I'm going yeah. to stay here for six years yeah. and run for senator or whichever. But, right. if that, you know, uh, that's the way the the, uh, the, the, the the farm is back in this in these 18th century. That's the way they did it absolutely that's a, that's a great point I, and I, I love that that you know they only would come in from say january to april maybe may right. at the most be in session and then they'd go plant and they'd harvest right. their crops and right. they'd go back but it wasn't meant for, to be a career right. and it wasn't meant to be something that was your full-time job sure. too like sure. but you know the fact that people are making a good living off Amazing of this living. yeah you know and it, they're they talk about it like it's chump change you know right. um uh, Claudia Tenney had said that it's only 174000 a year. Right. And I said, that's over four times what an average American Yeah, makes. you can't talk that way. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that, yeah. Uh, but when you get involved with all the, when you're when you're surrounded by millions and billions of dollars in the Beltway, $174,000 looks like a drop in the bucket. And that bit right there is a problem. You can't look at it that way because the average person doesn't see it that way. Uh, particularly now uh, when the dollar is worth nothing. Right. So if you're making even $15 an hour, which they've been proponents for for many, many years now, and I agree with that to some, to, to some aspects. Although good luck finding good people these days and good luck waiting in a line in McDonald's and dealing with a robot because essentially that's where we're going to be moving right. towards. So we got a lot of things to worry about. The stock market's up and down. Um, you know, we, we can do things here. We could produce more oil. We've proven that. We are exporters, not importers. Not to mention, of course, your district sits right on the fracking line in Marcellus. Tell us what your thoughts are about that. And can a congressperson make a difference as far as the state legislation that says we're going to do fracking here or is that the governor's job? Well, if it's for na- if it's for national security, then there is a federal uh, 
um, aspect. Of that. So I think that if we're, if we're at a point where there's a real energy crisis, that impacts national security, no right. question. I mean, you can't imagine if we started having blackouts here and different things. Right. We thought the summer of 2020 was bad with the BLM, George Floyd riots. Imagine right. if the power's out for a week. Right. You know, what would, what would happen in this country? So right. I think we, we have I mean, an obligation. be a mess. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we, all we for the wrong reasons, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, that's me talking, not you, Mario. But, yeah, it's, it's awful because crime's bad. The gerrymandering that goes on here, this is a perfect example. They always go back to the one between Manha- Lower Manhattan and Brooklyn, right. and that because obviously. But that is a joke. Right. This, they, they, in, in this, in this uh, city of Rochester, which, by the way, Lee Zeldin was assaulted there, and the same night uh, two police officers were shot, one was killed, as you know. Uh, 44 murders in the, it already, that, 80 last year, that was a record. That's what gerrymandering does right, right. there. Rochester is, uh, is really just a, a prime example of what's going wrong in the country. Not, not to mention as far as crime and our penal system, uh, uh, cashless bail, all that stuff, but how Albany reconfigured this district. I know you're not happy with it, but you know it is different than it was when you were with Jacobs. But here's the question. Would you rather run against Palladino at this point than, uh, than Claudia Tenney? I'm sure you thought about that. You, oh, you mean Palladino or Jacobs? Well, I mean, now that, no. now that Jacobs dropped out, well, yeah, right. it's kind of weird to yeah. say. Uh, it's, it's back... Oh, let's uh, let's just say somehow or other you were still going against. Uh, somehow they they kept the re- the configuration the way it was right. before. Jacobs obviously with or without the reconfiguration, he was going to bow out after right. Buffalo. So would you have rather run against Paladino or Jacobs? Um, well, Chris Jacobs. I mean, I think because he has a record of showing that right. he's not he has no fit in today's Republican Party. I think right. Paladino would be more of a real conservative. Right. Um, and that's why, honestly, um, Tenney. Is is basically me running against Jacobs again, like I said, and at least Jacobs had a rightful claim to this district. Out of the seven hundred seventy-five thousand people, yeah. I think over four hundred ten or four hundred twenty thousand were his constituents. Mm-hmm. But in this case, out of seven hundred seventy-five thousand, she has maybe thirty to forty. Right, right. So five, yeah, ninety-five yeah. percent of her constituents are somewhere else. So mm-hmm. she doesn't really have a claim to this district. Mm-hmm. I'm in the heart of it. It's the first time the Finger Lakes is all together in one district. Yeah, all these right. counties, and they want a local rep and mm-hmm. she makes a joke she said it's she goes to these uh endorsement meetings and says oh it's so parochial mario talking about how many generations and your family and where you're from mm-hmm. and this is a national seat i have a national profile is what she likes to say mm-hmm. and i say that's a ridiculous argument mm-hmm. you know it, it it's should matter that you know the area you're from that you know the businesses the people that your family's going to school there that you know right. you actually have skin in the game and right. to just come in as a single person and say oh i'm going to move here right. and i'll build a house or whatever it is and now i'll run there mm-hmm. i don't i think we deserve better i think we deserve somebody who actually says you know what my life is here i my family built this community over generations. Literally, you build yeah, curbs. Literally, right. We, we've been Kick you to the curb. Oh, that's my curb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we drive by through all these cities and say, my grandpa put that in in 1965. Or, right. you know, we've donated uh, monuments for 9 11 right. um, for the, uh, the veterans, for a, a memorial trail to Legion, mm-hmm. you know, because that's our community. Mm-hmm. And to pretend that she cares just as much about my community than she does about her own when she would leave where she said she grew up or childhood homes across the street or something and she would abandon them just to find a safe seat and now she's going to fight for us no way is this uh is this a rocky sequence are you like rocky balboa and then she's apollo creed here you know i feel like i feel like this is um this is 
Trump versus Hillary again. Uh, I think it's an outsider. Right. Um, she says she's got experience, and I say it's the wrong experience, just mm -hmm. like Trump said. I've never run for office. Uh, neither did Trump. Mm -hmm. um, he came in, and the establishment tried to stop him. Yeah. Both sides, was, by the way. Yeah, R both Mitch sides. McC Mitch McConnell didn't want, didn't want him as our president. Right. And we that's know that. And that's what's happening to me. Obviously, the Democrats don't want me, right. but the Republicans have gone out of their way to try to not get me endorsements Why? or Why to is not that? let me speak. Why is because that? there's somebody that's there that's going to play ball. So the lobbyists, the party she can right. she can fund she makes donations to right. the party right. um she half her money this quarter i think came from PACs, from verizon from all these corporations right. that are giving her money kevin mccarthy's PAC right. gave her money so they they don't want an unknown because i'm somebody that's going to come in there and they're going to say we need to lean on this guy it's a big need enigma to get they don't like that yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so but with her she's already been there they right. know she's been in albany she's been in dc right. she'll play ball and that's what the people are sick of. Mm -hmm. They want somebody who's going to say, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give a billion dollars to Planned Parenthood because you're promising me something else. Right. I'm not signing that bill." When she when she voted to send that 500 million to Planned Parenthood, Jim Jordan said, "This is by far the worst bill I've ever seen in my time in Congress." Mm -hmm. Yet she voted for it hmm. because she claims, "Well, there was something else in there." And that that's half of their whole budget, and they're getting it from us. And the sex uh, change thing, when was that? Oh. I, I don't, I, so there's I, two I'm of them. I'm unfamiliar with that. So that was in her first term right. um, back in um, 2017. That was the Hartzler Amendment. So when Obama took over, he allowed transgenders in the military. So we got to a point where we were paying for sex change operations right. in the military mm. with taxpayer money. In prisons, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That, that could be something else. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but so, so this was taxpayer money being used for sex change operations. So they proposed an amendment that said we're going to prevent the use of taxpayer money for uh, transgender sex change operations. Right. And 209 or 210 Republicans voted for that to prevent it. Jim Jordan, Ron DeSantis right. at the time, uh, Thomas Massey, Andy Biggs, right. um, all, all, all the, the best Republicans. And 24 Republicans voted with AOC, or excuse me, with Nancy Pelosi, with Swalwell, with Maxine Waters, with right. Adam Schiff, right. and Claudia Tenney was one of them. Right. So it only failed by three votes, and we still kept paying for the sex changes, mm. and she voted for that. But then... Fast forward to last February in 2021, mm -hmm. she sponsored a transgender rights bill which said we're going to amend this 1964 Civil Rights Act. And where it says race and religion is groups that you cannot discriminate against, right. we're going to insert gender identity. That's mm. how the bill starts. Mm. She sponsored that with 21 Republicans. She sponsored it for a year. January 30th of this year, she announces in the Southern Tier, which is a more red district, February 3rd of this year, she says, I'm going to remove myself. I didn't understand. I think the bill's different than what I thought because she knew right. the Republicans weren't going to go for it. Right. So when it was convenient, right. she did it. Well, so in other words, she was buying time when she needed it. And, right. In your words, of course. Yeah. I, again, I, I interpret things because you're, you're well-spoken, needless to say, uh, and you're running your family business, but you're getting into something which is a little... It, you know, I mean, you know the bill. I mean, I don't know if there's a competitor that may, that's in in your neck of the woods that you have to deal with and whatnot. But we all have to deal with business to certain degrees. Politics is a lot different than that. But you're, you're saying essentially that uh, Congresswoman Tenney is kowtowing to 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 the to the moment. And, right. And she sponsored a bill um, that says we're going to increase refugee resettlement in the country. Right. And then she voted for it as well. Hmm. You know, so and then she, you know, if you listen to her when she did actually debate an opponent mm -hmm. um, uh, last time, she said, oh, well, I, I'm all for more refugees. And like they add so much to my community here in Utica right, right. and everything. But now you don't hear her saying, let's bring in more refugees because right, right, nobody right. wants that. Right, right, we right. have our own problems. We Why do. would we import more? 
You know? There is a dynamic difference between her old district and this one, despite right. the fact that New York, again, you look at New York, upstate, and, uh, you know, Onondaga County, you know, and then you got uh, Tompkins County, which is essentially uh, as, as blue as it gets. Uh, I don't know about Buffalo or any of those areas, but uh, this, so she has to step up to the plate and be more conservative with the new 24th. Right. And, and it's, 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 it's funny, it's ironic that, and you and I talked about this before, that uh, there's not much difference as far as, you know, uh, the accusations against a rhino Jacobs as, as it is right now with, with Congresswoman Tenney. Interesting. Uh, well, listen, I got to do a break because, believe it or not, we've been blabbering now for at least 35 minutes. Uh, so let's do this. Let's do the second break of the uh, show. You're listening to the Live at Five show. Mario Frado, a candidate for Congress against Claudia Tenney in the new 24th District. We'll be back after this. Who's the best in the North Country? Montrose, PA. I don't. I don't have Okay. It. But well, you're going to talk about it right now. So at 6.30, where are you going to be at 6.30 tonight? Yeah, so I'll be in, in Watertown at Thompson Park at 6.30 at the 10th Mountain Division Monument. I'm meeting there to have a town hall Q&A meet and greet, nice. um, depending on who shows up. But I'd love to talk to the voters and, and introduce myself and hear their concerns and questions. So Why up there? Just curious. We've All of a sudden, uh, Thompson Park is becoming the, the rally point for politicians. Uh, Zeldin was there last week. Claudia Tenney was there last week. It was hotter than hell. Uh, they were in a tent without air conditioning. I couldn't figure that out. But nonetheless, well, why up in Thompson Park? Well, I, I like that. Be it's going to be beautiful. It's 75 degrees out. Um, and I, well, I was told there was also a pavilion there um, yeah. close by in case of the weather. Right. Um, but no, a friend of mine suggested and said, you know, the weather looking good. We yeah. just scheduled it a couple of days ago. And, um, you know, it's a public place where it should be easy enough for people to find. And you're traveling alone? Are you, are you with somebody? I have, so I have my campaign manager with me, and I also have some um, uh, committee members who, uh, who I know from up here, too. Gotcha. Um, and, and I also want to say that I'm the only candidate in Jefferson County that actually been endorsed by a committee. I was endorsed by Cape Vincent, uh, right. Republican that committee. Was, that was before the change. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, there's still, um, you know, support for me here, and... I've been endorsed by three conservative county committees, uh, Genesee, Ontario, and Seneca. Right. And I think she just has uh, Cayuga. Right. Um, so. She's got a lot of money to spend. In comparison, let's do the ratio. I don't know. Though. I'm going to just say six to one, seven to one. It could be in there. I mean, I don't know how much she'll spend and how much we're going to spend. But, yeah, and that's a problem in politics for sure. Yeah. But I think in this type of race, um, the people are fed up with that. They're fed up with people just buying a seat. I don't think this district or the people's votes are for sale this time. Mm -hmm. I think they're really going to do their homework and uh, look into this race and decide that they want somebody who actually cares, who's actually fresh blood, who's going to fight. Which is great, Mario. But you know, getting that word across, especially in the summer months in August when people are, are preoccupied, and as you know, this was supposed to be in June. I don't think it would have been any better then. I just think primaries are just are an afterthought in the minds of so many people. That's unfortunate. And, and there's too many people, rather too little people, vote to begin with in the general election. Right. Someone came up with a staggering statistic the other day uh, saying only 27% of all upstate registered uh, Republicans actually vote. Is that true? Well, I think that would be the, the primary because we I know in my county we had around a 27% turnout. They expect usually for a primary 18 to 25%. Right. But this is an off date. It's an off primary, so I think it's going to be less than that. Yeah. But um, I think that the people that actually care will vote the right way. Like I said, they're just, they're just sick of, you, you know, you've had these people in there, right. and there's a reason that Congress has a lower approval rating than Joe Biden. Right. I think he's at 36%. They're at 18%. Wow. So why would you elect the same people doing the same things and expect you'll get something different? No, that was, Je that was, uh, that was Jeff. He, he leaves his soda here all the time. You can throw it away. 
Yeah, Jeff. He does it all the time. That's why. That's why uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani's team said this place was. Never mind. We'll get into that later. <laughs> anyway, you know that story. I know. I don't want to even bring it up. I know. That was another story altogether. We don't want to get into that. Yes, you too. Thanks. Looks like you're gonna have a lovely night with the wine. There you go. Is it uh, Mario Frato wine? No, it's good. <laughs> Sounds like a wine. There you go. Watch your step. I mean that because I don't want to see anyone die there. We have to call up Joe Stanley because Joe knows. No, that's right. Yeah, like like Nixon. <laughs> I beat you to it. All right. So all right. So uh, all right. Where were we? So the district is is a mess, but nonetheless. The, the, the getting the word out. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're the new guy on the block. You're, by the way, there's another guy, George Plimpton, who's some George Phillips. Is, <laughs> yeah. I say George Plimpton from the Lions there, the <laughs> right. author. Uh, but he actually called me up the other day. He says, yeah, I'm in this race. And he says, but wait, I still have to wait for this. Wait for, is there a third candidate or what, Mario? Uh, you know, he's waiting I, for something. I forget yeah, what it was. I, I, a bus. I think he's primaried Tenney a couple times down in the 22nd district. Okay. And then he decided to... Um, switched to the 23rd when she did down to the southern tier wow and now when she switched the 24th he switched to the 24th too huh. so he wants to primary her. her shadow apparently yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think there's there's something going on where he wants to primary her yeah. and look i think that's great people should have as, as many choices as possible right but i think this really is the first time where there's an opportunity for us to elect somebody who isn't more of the same. Is there another? I mean, you know, there's an old joke. Cause you know how to make a million dollars? And it says, first of all, uh, have a have a million dollars in your pocket to make a million dollars. <laughs> Do you have to be a millionaire to be a congressperson these days? Well, that's Mary? a great question. You know what somebody said to me when I first said I was running? They said. Oh, do you have three hundred thousand dollars of your own money to put in? Right. And I said, No, I don't have three hundred thousand. Period. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah, what? Right. They said, Well, then why are you running? Yeah. So I've borrowed money. I've done what I can wow. um, to put money in there, and, right. and I'm basically self-funded at this point. I've raised some money, right. but it's not coming from super PACs. It's not coming from Kevin McCarthy. Right. It's not coming from Verizon and banks. Right. Um, so I'm not uh, beholden to anybody. And I think, like Trump, mm -hmm. that I was able to do that, and it's important because you know where somebody stands and that they're not uh you know nobody's got their thumb on them harry wilson spent 10 million dollars on his own money and uh, he showed up fourth I, and i i don't want to just discourage you but it just the, the 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 guy with the least amount of you know name uh exposure or, or you know anyone you know, like yourself like people at least whether or not they like tenny or not or even know if she's in your words a rhino or not the conservative she makes herself out to be or endorsed for that matter by by donald trump uh, so they still know her. That, you know, how do you how do you beat that? How do, how do you make yourself known? Well, yeah, a little money. Yeah, I think that it, it comes down to um, reaching out directly to those voters. So, you know, I was out here today knocking on doors. We have uh, volunteers. Right. Where I've been at events. I've been at fairs. I've been at demolition derbies. You know, so she's she's having events where she does coffee with the Republican committees. Right. And I'm at the demolition derby meeting the voters. Right, right. You know, and I think that's the difference, that I'm out there with the people mm -hmm. and we're spreading the message. and. They're excited for that. They want a real representative. Do you, do you worry, though, Mario, that, you know, and I see this with other candidates. I've, I've, I've asked the same question to others. It, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm going to talk about my opponent as opposed to I'm going to talk about what I can do as a congressperson. Do you feel like sometimes you get lost in that shuffle? Or, you know, what, what, what yeah, are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's the, the problem is what you said, that if we don't set the record straight, then people just assume, well, they're both conservative, right. and, hey, she's she's already been in there. She's so, proven to some right, degree. So, yeah, right, if she's a real conservative. Right. So I think she's they there. need to know she's not. Right. That, and if they know that, right. then they can look at what I'm going to do, and it's I can promise that I won't be voting for red flag laws, for transgender right. rights, for sex right. change 
changes right. for amnesty for illegals, right. billions to Ukraine or Planned right. Parenthood. Right. That's all off. So they need to know the contrast because if I don't bring those things up, then right. they, she's not going to do it. President Zelensky uh, actually said something that condemns people like Tucker Carlson for talking bad about his country. What do you? I mean, where where is this going? I mean, you got to be kidding me. First of all, according to General Milley, real genius general, yeah. five star, is he five star? Whatever. He was the guy who betrayed uh, uh, Donald Trump on that night by saying one thing and then doing another. And then, of course, once Biden gets into office, he says, oh, yeah, we have white supremacists here. I read everything about my mind comes to this the guy's full of malarkey. He's also the same guy who said Kiev would be taken over in, yes, 72 hours. And it never happened. And all of a sudden, Zelensky, who was supposed to be dead, apparently, in less than three days, he's now someone, I believe, uh, some actor, I forget who, I think it's Billy Crystal, wants him to be president of the United States. So all of a sudden, we're trying to create a George Washington from all this mess, and we just gave him $30 billion, not to mention, we don't have any control of, the, uh, of uh, anything that we give to them. We have no idea where that money or that machinery is going. No, and, and we know the Biden connections to Ukraine. Yes. You know, we, we know all of that. And look, this is a war that they don't want to end because if the United States would stop getting involved, they probably would have had some peace talks. Right, but right. we're keeping it going. We're sending weapons. We're sending money. Right. This is an ongoing thing. And they're telling us, oh, if we don't do it here, it's going to be we're going to fight it on our shores. Right. That's that's a load of garbage. They're trying to make us, you know, George Washington in his farewell address, yeah. he warned us about exactly this. He said two things that really stand out, right. that the two parties party system is dangerous because when the parties get in, they're going to seek revenge on the other one right. instead of doing the people's business, right. which couldn't be more true. You know, the January 6 hearings, the impeachment of Trump, right. every time the party switches, instead of doing the people's work, it's for revenge. And the second thing is, he said, watch out for political dupes who are going to make us think that foreign uh, countries have our interest uh, tied to them right. and that we'll get involved in these foreign entanglements mm -hmm. that aren't in our national interest. Right. And that's exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. This we've spent uh, triple what Europe has spent over in Ukraine, right. and it's right on their borders. Yeah, and yet they got us spending our money. We're we're being made fools. Yeah. Well, look look what Trump did. He finally said anti up on the NATO. I mean, that, some of the countries hadn't been putting in their fair share yeah. for, for, since the beginning, right? Or, or for decades, 30, 40 years. Uh, and again, I always equate. I'm your Godfather fan. I know that we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I always say that uh, Donald Trump was the Mo Green of politics. Yeah, he says some dumb things. He continues to say some dumb things, but he got things done. And, and it's the same thing for that teacher you didn't like. You know, sometimes you learn. I don't know if teacher back in fourth grade, high school, college, for that matter. I, I can name a couple of them in my life that I didn't like. But if I didn't have them, Mario, I'd be dumber. And I wouldn't be the person I am today. Absolutely. And, and again, but uh, that said, uh, DeSantis or Trump? I mean, a lot of people are so starting to think maybe DeSantis should be the guy. What, well, what are look, thoughts? DeSantis is Italian, um, yeah, and he's, right. he's gave us some redemption between Fauci and Cuomo. So I tell people, don't hold that against us because Ron DeSantis is 100 percent. So yeah. he's doing a great job. Right. Um, I think Italian that Americans. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> go Ron. But, yeah, 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 yeah. but um, no, he's done a great job. But I think his place right now is in Florida for yeah. the simple fact that somebody said something like um, Florida is like America, but for Americans or something that sure. basically Florida is the, the freest, the best state. They have half the budget of, of New York state, right. more people, and they're doing better right. with less. So they were free. The people were going there during the pandemic, even AOCs vacationing there, maskless. Right. So if we give up on Florida and Ron DeSantis leaves, mm -hmm. um, 
Florida could could get wiped down. The whole point of this country was for the states to be laboratories, right. as they say. Right. That we see what works, we see what doesn't, and we take our lead. Right. And he's a young guy. I think right now yeah. that Trump's still the leader of the party. Right. Um, and that look, if he had uh, President Trump's blessing, and he right. said, "Look, go go with Ron DeSantis. Right. He's the best shot." Right. Then that's great. But right. I think right now, seventy percent of Republicans want Trump to run again. I I have a problem with it only because I just know that you know it, it's it's almost like a scene out of the Gladiators. Uh, that the emperor, otherwise known as the Democratic Party, will just watch these two guys, along with Mike Pence and, and a couple other figures that have already you know, stepped forward that will be in the primaries for the Republican Party, and they're just going to beat the crap out of each other, and the Democrats, including the media, are just going to have a field day with it, and we're going to cannibalize ourselves. That's what I'm worried about, Mario. Well, I think the primary can make people stronger because— um Look, President Trump, when he was primarying all those guys, right. he really made his bones. Uh, yeah, you know, really, I made my, my bones. We were banging cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, Did she so say he... banging or hanging? <laughs> Sorry. I can't, but, remember, I can't make it up. Go ahead. <laughs> but... <laughs> Sorry. But he he did during that, and it got people energized because you yeah. saw him take down these people, and the the party really pulled together behind right. him and said, "Look, this is this is our guy." Right. So I think it will make us stronger. I don't see it as a weakening thing. Um, yeah. I, I think we could pull together and really see who's the best of the best, and that's why yeah. we need debates, and that's why I want to debate Claudia Tenney. Right. I'm asking her to do it, please, for the voters, not for me, mm-hmm. but do it for the people you want to represent. Because you- if you won't fight now. Right. Why are yeah. you going to do it later? Right. right. Well, that's true. And again, it's 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 the uh, uh, I don't want to incriminate myself any more than I need to. I won't take. I won't go on the stand on my own behalf. And, and in relation to other things, you're are you a criminal lawyer? Or you? Uh, what, what? So I did. I did everything at first. When you start out, especially in a small town, you need to do general practice. Right. But uh, the last couple of years, I was doing only criminal defense. Interesting. Um, but that got to a point too where there's only so much you can do for people right. and. You know, you need to have your heart in it. Right. And I just, uh, you know, I call myself a recovering attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of lawyers don't d- just, they, they don't want to do it. And it's the least career satisfaction of any profession. Is it really? Yeah, six out of ten attorneys say if they could go back, they wouldn't have went to law school. Isn't would have chosen something? a different profession. Wow. And, yeah. and, and a suicide rate like dentists? That's a staggering number for dentists no, for some reason. a lot reason. of drinking, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, sure, so because, the, you know, lawyers win or lose. It's a good way yeah. to celebrate. Are you going to stay to the end of the show, or do you got to get out of here? Um, yeah, if we can. And yeah, I yeah, just yeah. want to before. No, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to mention... Um, can I, I don't know if I can say this on Go here, right but ahead. I have a radio town hall um, tomorrow night on yeah. Finger Lakes Radio. It's at it's it's at the same time as your that's, show. That's but, okay. But it's going to be streamed live on the internet as well, so people can watch it. And then but, and you can also put a link to it so people can yes, watch exactly. it. Yes, exactly. So so, yeah. but I, I have that town hall, and I just want to mention at six thirty again, mm-hmm. if people are going to be uh, in Watertown Thompson Park tonight, yeah. I have this town hall. Yeah. And if you can't make it to either of those or listen, right. uh, my website, MarioForCongress.com, mm-hmm. I'm available there. And um, I'm on Facebook, Mario Frado for Congress, Twitter at Mario Frado. But please volunteer, donate, keep up with the campaign, and remember to vote on August 23rd in this Republican primary. I just lost my last break anyway, so st- stick around. I'm sorry. I, this happens to me every now and then. I, just, okay. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Don't worry. We'll make it up later on. Uh, and no, Claudia Tenney's spot played before you got here, so we're all set there. Okay. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, all right. So that's at six thirty. So you have plenty of time. You'll have at least fifteen minutes to get up there. You have your driver yeah. up there, GPS, all that stuff's great. Uh, all right. So I, inevitably, I asked this question, and I think I pretty much did. Uh, w- 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 did. Did you wake up one day and you said, "I want to be, I want to run for Congress"? What, what was what was that? So, was so that moment to, like? to to make this really long story short, during the COVID lockdowns, I made a YouTube channel talking about. Uh, 
the Dr. Fauci, all sorts of stuff, um, right. Trump's reelection. And I started getting censored. I had thousands of subscribers. Really? Views. Yeah, I had 17,000 subscribers. Um, I was getting videos with like 30, 40,000 views. Everything was going Amazing. well. Got censored. I was thinking about ways to get my message out without censorship just to take it to the people. And then I found out my wife was pregnant. Hmm. And something clicked in me the second I knew I was bringing a son into this world. Right. Um, how could I do something to, to change his future? And I thought about it. And I said, I don't want to be that woulda, coulda, shoulda guy that 10 or 15 years from now I'm talking to my son about the state of the country. And he says, oh, Dad, that's a good idea. You're into politics. Why didn't you ever right. take a shot? Why didn't you run? Why right. didn't you do something? And I say, well, your mother was pregnant when you were coming along, and it just wasn't the right time. You have a conversation in the future, essentially. Exactly. And I knew what it would look like. Right. And now at least I can say to him, win or lose, right. um, that I tried. And right. I, I always say that that's what my dad told me. He was a boxer. Right. Um, and he, you know, Rocky's his name, which people laugh. You know, I made that up earlier, but right. you are a living Rocky Balboa yeah. to do it. Yeah, degree. Rocky Frado is my dad. And, um, Isn't that something? He was a professional, but what he told me is leave it all in the ring. Right. You, when you walk away, know that you did your best, right. win or lose. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I'll keep knocking doors. I'll keep talking to voters. But right. at least I can look my son in the eye someday and tell him I did my best right. to try to make things better for you, my family, and everybody else's family in this district. People are looking at Kathy Hochul as beatable. Although you know some, it's amazing because one of these polls at the at the outset, one Zeldin won it, uh, said she was up by twenty, and just just recently there was another poll where she was down by one. So you really don't know. Is anyone like Zogby, who's by the way originally from Utica, is anybody assessing this this particular race? Are there any polls? Um, I'm sure that they have polls. They're obviously uh, haven't released those. But um, we haven't, and I don't know that somebody will. I think that they believe that she's a favorite, and they're just they're not looking at it. You right. know, this doesn't have the eyes on it that other races do, like Liz Cheney, right. which is funny enough huge. that Liz Cheney um, has a 59% rating from Conservative Review, which is Mark Levin's site. They mm -hmm. give um, Liberty scores. She has a 59%, and we know she's a rhino. She has yeah. an F rating. Claudia Tenney has a 56%. Hmm. So she's actually a bigger rhino than... Liz Cheney, right, right, right. But nobody's watching this race. No, but again, when they do those, do they do they do they uh, measure it by their constituents within their district, like in, in no, the just their state voting record. Oh, just so their voting Ch record. So Cheney's gotcha, actually gotcha. voted more conservative than wow. Claudia Tenney. What about Kinsinger? Is he running or is he out? The crybaby from uh, Illinois. No, and he's one of the ones that um, uh, Tenney sponsored that. Um, bill with for the transgender rights right, they okay. sponsored that together what's I mean, up so with that guy I, 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 military too i mean i i mean i don't understand why he's I such think a it's cry for baby. attention that it makes them stand out because yeah. now we're talking about right, him right. you know just like what mitt romney did in the senate yeah. they go anti-trump and become a rhino and then cnn right. and msnbc right. either offer them a job or right. they put them on every night right so mario fraud we got 30 seconds mariofrado.com am i right on that um, no, MarioForCongress.com. And then tonight at uh, the uh, the Fort Trump Monument at the top of the top of the top of Thompson Park at 630. Get there now, folks, uh, to meet up with Mario Frado. Uh, it looks like you're going to have good weather as well, not as oppressive yeah. as it was there the other day. Uh, well, very good. Mario, good luck with everything. Thank you so much, Glenn. It was a pleasure good, actually good meeting, meeting you now, with too. you. And, uh, and uh, you met Jim and so forth and all the other fine things. So we're going to be legal here. AM 1240 WE10 in Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News with more liberal stuff. On the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Former President